Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Just Baatein, a show where we talk about sports, politics, science, technology, and pretty much anything and everything in between. I'm your host Pratib, and I've got alongside me obviously Ashwin and also two very special guests. Ashwin, take it away. Hey guys, my name is Ashwin, and it's sad that after 30 odd episodes, we still have to introduce ourselves. But unlike us, the two guests we have here don't need any introduction, but I still do it anyways. Arjun here. as a CSCS certificate which stands for certified strength and conditioning specialist he has his ace certificate under him and also precision nutrition level 1 certificate this man's full of certificates and qualifications hey arjun how are you i'm good buddy buddy i am i'm guessing you guys are well and good yeah we're great of course we're great you guys are here a second guest though is the co-founder of the 5e holistic fitness studio that's in bangalore he also has the CSCS certificate but not only that he also has the highest bccci qualification for being a strength and conditioning coach now for those of you who don't know bccci stands for board of control for cricket in india now that's the highest governing cricketing board in our country he also has trained the hyderabad ranji cricket team man oh man it's so much that he has done and it's a pleasure and thank you so much rahul for joining us hi hi guys how are you we're all good thanks for asking now prasad It's your time, buddy. Take it away. Thanks, Ashwin. And hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, not welcome back. Sorry. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, so I think that's a good segue into our icebreaker. Uh, I want to ask you guys: Would you rather have? Uh, would you rather work out and never have any injuries, or would you eat whatever you want and never gain those extra cal calories? Uh, okay, I'm going first because I'm the junior among this among this guest. I would say I would just want to train every day, and injuries. I feel like injuries are part of parcel. You just have to be very smart enough to, you know, get around it. But I still, I would rather hit the gym every day, in and out, and yeah, I would love to get eat that extra bundle, extra meal where I'm not gaining enough weight. But I would still, I would, I would go into the guilt trip after. I'm pretty much sure, but I'd rather still get to the gym every in and day out. Rahul, so what about you? Okay, as far as far as I have been training myself, and I love training, not because I want to be away from injury or something. Injury is part of it. But at the same time, I've never ever in my life died, done any dieting or cut out on my food or anything. That's the major part of it. So I, it would be like work out as much as you want, and then eat how much ever you want. <laughs> I think we're all on the same boat when it comes to that. Now, Rahul, so starting with you. What does fitness mean to you? Because for a marathon runner, a fit fitness might mean something else, whereas for a bodybuilder, fitness might again mean something else. So, what does fitness mean to you? So, fitness personally for me, it's like meditation. That's the first, first and foremost thing. And the second thing that I would, the way I look at fitness is something wherein in a day to okay, I'm talking from a general point of view. From a day to day life, you shouldn't be feeling any pain here and there. I can understand the soreness and everything, but it's like if you want to cross a puddle or something, then just jump it, not like walk around it. So that's how your fitness has to be, not like just putting onto your body and everything. Oh wow, it's very interesting how you compare fitness and working out to meditation. I think that's quite intriguing. Now, Arjun, what does fitness mean to you? What does it entail in your daily life? Uh, um. In fact, I I remember when I first started. I I started my fitness journey with Rahul. In fact, I think a couple of maybe ten to fifteen years back. 
So I've always been the numbers guy. I've always been the guy lifting the high number of weights in terms of whatever it is. So that's the reason I cannot I cannot do an outdoor session like running because there's no competition for me. I like that. I like the grind. I like the competition such. But I, that is me. So I'm talking as an athlete. I'm talking as a personal kind of a first, uh, you know, that um, perspective. But when it comes to our general perspective, fitness is very, it plays a different, you know, role. Like how Rahul said, we have the, because we, uh, we have the same mindset again, it, I would say it's, we need to, and we look at people like in general population that we need to train those uh, general pop- population in such a way that once they get out of the bed, they should not be like, oh, my knee is pain in, oh, my head is pain in, oh, my neck is pain in, whatever the muscles are whatever issues they have. So for them, I feel the general client, that should be the ideal goal for them. But I'm coming from a place where I've been playing sports and everything. So personally, it's all for me, it's numbers. But yeah, fair enough. I think, again, we all agree to that because Pratim and I too play sports and we work out and that's exactly what working out is for us. And I wish for those of you listening, it's the same for you too. Now, before we get into the topic specifically, I know we have four guys talking about women and the gym. But these two guys, these two guests who we have here know what they're talking about inside out and know the science behind it all. So there's no doubt upon what they think and their opinion. It's now getting into the topic. A lot of women, let's let's get into the societal stuff first before we get into the science. But a lot of women and girls out there look at celebrities and models and think about how they're thin and maybe skinny, if I can call it that, because most a lot of them, we are known that they starve themselves and don't eat proper food. First, Rahul sir, again, starting with you, why do you think that is and do you think that should be encouraged? No, it can't be encouraged because whatever we see on screen is not true. I mean, there's a lot to go about it, which I shouldn't be telling on the podcast. So, but, but like in reality, it's like we see something which is with filters, with everything. But when you come into a general thing, when you come to your own self, it's not going to happen. Like, Overnight, three months, you're not going to have a six-pack or a fat body that you can wear a bikini and go in on a beach. It takes years and years of time to get in there. Like what we see with the celebrities is just the, what do you say, filmy wala panda. It's not a very, uh, uh, what do you call it, like real in life. It's never real in life. And I've seen, I've seen a couple of celebrities and their lives are really bad. Like they can't eat whatever they want. They can't, uh, what do you say? They have to work out day in and day out to maintain whatever physique they have, which is not possible for a general client. Yes, if you consider the general client, I would say they can achieve it, but it takes at least a year or two to reach there. Any short, short thing that they everyone goes in for this transformation and everything, they'll stay with you for next three months or four months. After that, you're going to give back everything. That's how it is with the general client and the celebrities thing. I love the fact that you're talking about the grind and the time it takes because I think people need to know that it takes a lot of grind, it takes a lot of time, but it's all worth it. Arjun, coming to you, I know you guys have women clients in your studio, in your fitness studio. Now, I'm sure there might be someone or the other having the same mindset of, oh, I can't I can't eat a lot, I can't work out a lot because then I'll become bulky or then I'll become fat and I won't stay skinny anymore. So how do you change mindsets like this? What do you? How do you go about un- making them understand that this is not healthy. You need to eat right. You need to work out well to have a healthy lifestyle. So it's going to take, so when you talk about mindset, it's going to take a lot of time. You need to, you know, have a serious talk in, in that sense. So first first and foremost, you need to build that trust saying that, okay, whatever my coach is trying to tell it to me, it's probably true. 
But when you have already a fixed mindset and come into the gym, then you wouldn't listen to any A to Z anyone else is going to say. So I think first and foremost is always good to build up a trust and then move on to it to try to change the mindset. So when you talk about mindset, a lot of things because people assume that water is there at the TV screen because again, uh, like there's a saying or I'm not sure how true is it that camera puts on like extra pounds on your body. And because of this, there are many actresses and, and um, male actors as well who get, you know, who have this uh, diarrhea injection injected on them. So, you know, to get their bowel movements very, uh, very, you know, so to activate the bowel movements very loosely, they get shredded and all sort of stuff happens behind the screen and we don't see it. And when our clients come and say, you know, boss, uh, Arjun, we, I want to lose 10 kgs in three weeks or four, uh, you know, in four weeks, it's, going, it's, it's a lot of hard work. They have to sacrifice the foods and, hope, uh, you know, uh, have to work out at least six times a week. But end of the day, I feel when you look at holistically, it starts affecting their hormones as well. Because women go through this uh, cycle, it's very hard for them to be, in, uh, you know, to lose weight at the, uh, during the cycle. Wise. So it's a lot of hard work, I feel. So in terms of mindset, it's going. I think trust is the main, you know, you need to build that trust first. That's a very nice answer. And moving on, I want to ask Rahul, can you just explain to us the science behind growing a muscle? So the science, okay, let me explain it in a very easy term, first of all. The science behind growing a muscle is first your rupture. When I say rupture, there has to be a micro tear. So you've got to put in a little bit of weight training as such so that you have micro tears. Then you feel it. That's what your nutrition comes into play your supplements, your nutrition and everything. And the third and more third thing is your sleep. Like you need to put in those eight hours of sleep for your muscle to grow. Fourth one is rest. When I say rest, if you work in day in, day out and you just you you're gonna drain yourself, you're not gonna not gonna drain yourself. So the muscle grows, the quality of the muscle won't stay. So all these people who say like I work out six times a week, I put in so much, but if they really work out in a good session Three sessions a week with the kind of lifestyle, it's way too good to grow a muscle. So that's, that's the most that's really, that's a really interesting answer because uh, I actually didn't know that you need the right amount of rest to make sure that the muscles grow. And yeah, so moving on to the next question, I want to ask this to Arjun. Uh, obviously, there's a difference between uh, how a male and a female body are in terms of the amount of muscle they have and everything. So keeping those things in mind, how do you generally go around structuring their workouts and how much of it can be similar? Okay, so when we look at uh, female and male in terms of very biologically, you need to understand the female part, they would grow their uh, muscles comparatively slow compared to male. But at the same time, if uh, again, we know, we all know what is testosterone is. But once the testosterone level goes up due to the workout, their upregulation and the usage of it from a male and female is faster compared to the male. So you need to understand how far I can push that uh, female client and how you know how much I can pull it back. And in terms of prog- programming, there's a lot of uh, female who would have a slouched back, uh, low back pain, and knee uh, the knee pain, knee joint pain. So these are the three, as far as we have seen in a uh, gym as well, are uh, most um, occurrence in terms of injury. So you need to first figure out how can I play it, uh, how can I make sure that injury doesn't happen. So you'll do a lot of program in terms of 
uh, a lot of pulling movements that is a lot of your back muscles we need to work because there's a lot of slouching hap- happening right now in irrespective be a female or male second it has to do a lot with the core so this core happens when you have a c section uh, a pregnancy or even the post pregnancy there's a lot of weakness in terms of your core you know core activation so so we need to work a lot on your core so that the you know females or female their cores are really need to be strong because they move a lot they do a lot of work compared to male i'm not being a stereotype but they do and a lot of glute and hamstring hamstring work because that is where again the because we are because we need to con- the reason we concentrate more on a hamstring and the core is because of the something called a pelvic tilt which again getting too scientific and we just need to understand the correct uh, ratio or the good ratio between where i can push and when i can pull in terms of the uh, intensity as well that answer was beautifully put and before i also have a question about the pregnancy part of things but before that let me take a step back and rahul sir you spoke about how rest is very important for building a muscle and being healthy can you go on more in depth because there are a lot of friends that i have and a lot of people i know who are obsessed by about hitting the gym seven times a week and it becomes unhealthy of sorts right the obsessive nature you have to just work out day in and day out why do you think rest is important can you go in more depth with that so this felt like the right time to interrupt and let you guys know that we've partnered with squadcast squadcast is a podcasting company and what they basically do is is they let you record podcasts anywhere anytime with anyone like you don't have to be in front of your uh, co-host or guest or whoever it may be you can record even uh, with someone from another country like we've been doing in some of our episodes so yeah they provide seamless guest experiences and they let you quickly produce content progressive uploads and also publish faster they have their own uh, software through which you can uh, that can help you with post production and that kind of stuff so yeah definitely check them out link in our link tree okay so first and foremost thing said there are different kinds of training that i talk about like the way you say seven days a week they want to train and everything so now when when you are talking about seven days a week you want to train now it comes if you are doing a bodybuilding program or you are doing a crossfit program or you want to do a prehab program and everything when i say rest the rest there are different ways of looking at rest that doesn't mean just lying down on the floor and just lying down and bed anything the rest can be in terms of a massage the rest can be in terms of a ice bath the rest can be in terms of good sleep the rest can be in terms of good rehab session good mobility session so these are the different ways of taking rest so there are different kind of like cupping the needling uh, yoga and a lot lot of things are there but when you when when i look at it i look at it like if i'm talking about one week so depending on a client if i'm looking at a client for him to lose weight okay he's doing giving him five sessions of good weight training sessions of five i would the other two days i would say one would be a massage day one would be complete break day in between all those five days that he's going to work out in between there's going to be a good mobility session where he opens out his body he feels loose he feels good next comes his ice bath again that's going to be an midweek thing that i'm going to suggest some good ice bath session where he can relax even more okay and then when you to look at the bodybuilding part of it if you if you wanted to see a bodybuilding part it can be like if i hit chest today i don't have to hit chest again in couple of days i need to let it grow so if you keep hitting it again and again again there are going to be lot of micro tears wherein it's not it's not going to grow initially you're going to have a good pump and everything but after maybe a week or two you're going to have like 
I think it's going to grow. We're going to reach a very, uh, plat uh, your plateau is going to reach very far. So that's how you look at rest. Rest is not just lying down. I was just saying how oblivious I've been to the fact of how resting works. And I think, like you said, resting is not only about lying down, which is, I think a lot of people just think that. And I didn't know a lot of work goes behind even resting. Now, one thing, one person who's advised to rest a lot is a woman when she goes through pregnancy, right? Now, Rahul, sir, a lot of doctors and there's a lot of advisors, of course, they're kind-hearted and maybe naive, but they think that you shouldn't work out during pregnancy, you should always rest, no physical activity, you need to be careful, you need to do this. What do you think? And if you think they need to do physical activities, what factors go behind that? Okay. First and foremost thing, when they say pregnant women should take rest, there are a couple of reasons for it. One, they are exhausted. They are exhausted because, okay, in the first three months of the pregnancy, there's morning sickness, the body is going under change and everything. So in that scenario, and there are high chances of miscarriages. So if someone who's not trained before, like who's never done any kind of a training in their life, their pelvic muscles are going to be very loose. So when it's quite loose, when you put a lot of pressure on the abdomen or you do a lot of uh, like something like a deep squat or squatting or a deadlift or you lift something heavy from the floor, there's high chance that you put a lot of pressure on your pelvic girdle or the pelvic flow muscles. That's when you're going to have a high chance of miscarriage. That's the main reason that all the uh, doctors and everyone say like don't do anything, just rest, rest, rest. That's the main reason. And then second, second and most important thing is the nutrition. They don't eat so much that they are like healthy. They all just want to eat like they all say the pregnancy cravings. The pregnancy cravings comes because of deficiency. It's nothing to do with, okay, pregnancy means you can eat. No, it's not like that. Pregnancy comes only with the deficiency of a lot of vitamins, minerals, because even the baby is growing, even that needs. So if you don't load in that much of protein, that much of minerals and everything, baby is going to pull, pull it out from your bone or pull it out from your muscle. That's going to go much weaker. And you're going to need more rest. Now, coming to who can train and how can they train in pregnancy? People who've been training for the last one and a half years, two years before their pregnancy, they can just continue with their routine. If they're, even if they're lifting heavy, continue with the routine and they're going to see wonders. Like I had my client who was lifting 60 kgs of deadlift before pregnancy. In pregnancy, one week before her delivery, she had her 84 kg of PR. Like I, I had like personal experience of my wife, she did a 100 kg squat box squat during a pregnancy. So that's how it goes. But there are other side of it wherein I've seen women who have to do only yoga because they have never done anything before and yoga is a, like a physical activity for them. So that's how we categorize the pregnancies. It's like you don't have to like rest, rest. You can do your physical activities, but it depends on what you have done before the pregnancy. So that's how we look at it when it's the pregnant women and we need to train them. Now, so if I'm someone who has decided that I need to make fitness my lifestyle, how do I go about it? Do I play a favorite sport or do I follow a particular plan? Do I go to the gym? Do I run? Do I maybe, like I said, compete in marathons? How do I go about it? So start off with whatever you like to do. That's how you're going to be interested in it. If you, if you start off with something that you don't like doing, then you'll stop off in a month or two just because of your resolution or just because... You want to do, you want to change your lifestyle and everything. It's not, you're gonna get a, you'll have to stop it in a month or two because you get too bored about it. But same thing if you start with something like that you like, it may be playing a sport, 
it may be playing, doing your weightlifting, it may be swimming, anything is fine. You can start off with that, but I would say minimum of two sessions of weight training in a week is a must, no matter who it is. Let it be a 60-year-old person who's going to start his workout, let it be a 60-year-old kid who wants to start, or let it be a 25, 20-year-old 20, 20 girl or after pregnancy, before pregnancy, who wants to start up with two sessions of weight training is a must in your life to just maintain or grow a little bit of strength so that you don't get injured in other things. Like when I'm saying injured in other things, some people start up with running. Like a lot of them I've seen, like you want to start fitness, they start up with your uh, marathon running. This is like I want to become a marathon overnight, they want to run 10K, 20, 21K, 42K. They're like, oh, that person did it. My friends do it. So I would say, okay, if you want to start it off with, start it off, but in a very structured manner. But make sure that you include at least two sessions of weight training. When I say weight training, it's not like that heavy, heavy lifting, or it's not very like a bodybuilding, body fight training or anything like that. It has to be more of structured, uh, wherein what muscles do you require to play a particular sport? Or what is your posture? What are your mobility restrictions? Just work on that for maybe 45 minutes of two sessions in a week and you're good to go on that. Alright, and on those lines, uh, as we were talking about how when people want to get into workout, so I'm sure uh, obviously you need some kind of discipline and you need to have a structured uh, workout schedule as you said. So I want to know firstly, when both of you started out, I'd like to go with Arjun first. Could you tell me how you ensured that you stayed on the right track and stayed true to your goals? Well, that, that's thanks to my coach, Rahul Bhatkal, who's there right next to you. So it all started like about 10 years back, I assume. Yeah, I think after my, as soon as I joined Lavinth, I got into cricket and I was pretty much sure. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I knew that I, I wasn't fit enough. And that's when I joined Rahul. And I still remember after every running session, I would fall sick for a couple of days and then used to come back again do either the running running session or a workout with them and it became a part of a habit because it was like a i have to do some uh, i have to do a and to get that condition this is something i have to do a condition follow-up so if i have to play cricket at a higher level i had to make sure i had to be, be fit and well rahul came to my rescue and he showed me the right path for it and that's how i started my uh, fitness that's how, how that became a habit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying discipline. I'm just not saying because discipline is like okay, you go to do that. You know, it's like a, it becomes like a checklist. It wasn't a checklist. It eventually became a habit. Seeing Raul's face almost every alternate days and him pushing me, saying Arjun, come on, push. So that be, actually became a my habit. And Rahul, what about you? How was it for you when you first started out? And how do you encourage people who have just started working out? Uh, okay. To be to be frank, you know, when I started off my fitness, it was my brother who was pushing me to work out and everything. And it used to be like if he tells me to run like one kilometer, and the thought of one kilometer, I should stop and start cursing him. So that's how I started off my fitness journey. But then because of my health complications and after my surgeries and everything, then my dad took me to the gym where it was like a local gym. That's when I started really enjoying my fitness journey. Before that, it used to be like, okay, only for the helicopter I have to do it. But start, when I started weight training and I started seeing the results and everything, that's when I started enjoying. And it's been like what I was, I think I was malnourished before <laughs> till my 10th standard and first year is what my 11th standard is what my, what I started training and stuff like that. I think, yeah, from there it's been almost 
12, 13 years, 13, 14 years right now, I think that I've been training and I've never missed, I don't think I've missed even one session in a week. Now, Rahul, sir, one last question before we end this. You said that you don't, you haven't uh, specifically gone on a diet of sorts and you eat what you like and enjoy it and still go out and work out and be fit. Now, would you advise kids or people our age or anyone out there who think that they have to go on a specific either keto diet or 16 hours fast, only then they can get fit? How do you advise them that you can eat what you want except you have to do this and this? How do you, what, what's your advice to people out there? So basically, it's like you can't eat everything, whatever you require. You can eat, like you can indulge in your desert, you can indulge in your chocolates via once in a while and everything, but you should know where to stop, where to put a full stop to it. Like if, if I'm eating a bowl of desert or something, and like smash two or three spoons going and the rest of the desert is going to one of the person sitting right next to me. So it's, it's never that I hold on to a desert or completely or even any food for that matter. So anyone who's looking at it, if you cut down your portions, if you, if you know where to put a full stop and it, there's nothing like, okay, I eat today and tomorrow I'll go and buy. It's never going to happen. So it again depends on your goal. If you're looking at something like getting a physique and which is, okay, you want to get a ripped body? Yes, you will have to cut down your portions. You will have to eat clean. Eat cleaner. I really don't support the keto diet or 16 hour fasting because you can do that for one month, two months, three months. As I told you, it's a short term thing which is going to affect you for a long term. So I would say eat clean. I think this is a great lesson for all no. of them listening because even personally, I think I've tried a lot of things and it hasn't worked out. And this listening to you, I think brought a lot of learning to myself. Now, before, before I thank both of you for coming in, what is unique about the 5e holistic fitness studio and why should people join it? So why 5e? Uh, I would ask why not 5e. So what, what we look at, see, when we go to a normal gym, they they would just suggest you this uh, list of exercises which they've already learned about it or they want to try out because of Instagram trend or something. But here, what we look at, we look at you holistically. We make sure, in, uh, initially when you come in, we make sure, you know, there's something else clean in which we go through where we realize, where we check out as a coach, your strength and weaknesses, where you lack, or, you know, what could be the possibility of injuries because of your muscle tightness and what's what not ever so we make sure that we correct that off because we don't want to push you later on during later on during the uh you know session that you will say oh you know arjun my shoulder is paining or my knees are pain which we don't want so initially maybe one month one month would be basically getting you into a proper shape in terms of your muscles your tightness your flexibility stability mobility and everything that would be first month and second month almost we would, you know, uh, we are a gym, I feel, where all four of us are very much, we talk science. We don't talk terms of Instagram or Facebook or whatever. We talk a lot of science and we make sure that we updated with the science. And fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know for whom, but we uh, we like to grasp onto newer newer things, which, which is not there, which wouldn't be there in the market. But at the same time, very much strong at the base. So we also try to keep very much simple for you guys. But also at the same time, we would bring it some excitement and, you know, and, you know, end a new year with a pretty, a pretty much of good box of cupcakes, which I have right in front of me. So, yeah, that's 5 we for you. Now, so do you have anything to add? Uh, basically, we are good at what we do. Like, we know what we are talking about. 
talking, we know what we are giving the client. At the same time, to brag about process, it's like the client that joined us in the first year of our team, which normally happens is like you join a gym, you do it for a year or you do it for six months and then you move out to another place, which is more fancy and everything. The most important thing that we are in love with is all the clients, like 30 to 40 odd clients that we have, all are with us for the last four years, not missing even one session. So that's like a good boost to us saying they are with us because we know what we're doing and they are getting results or else your clients are going to move. So if anyone wants to come in, that's what we, we say, like you are going to stay with us for a longer period of time. Like your whole fitness journey is going to be with us in five years. That's fantastic. And I think I can even vouch for that because for those listening, Arjun's actually my brother. So from trying to be fit to making it a profession doesn't just come from within. You need an inspiration. And the fitness studio and Rahul's are right here have been great inspiration for him. And even my personal experience, the few sessions that I've attended, I've always been inspired. And the way they treat people, the way they look after them, the personalization that goes into it, I think that's something so different and distinct and makes them stand out. So thank you guys for joining us. It's been great. I've learned a lot. I hope listeners have learned a lot. Pratip, of course, has learned a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Guys, please follow 5 Realistic Fitness Studio on Instagram. Follow Rahul Bhatkal. Follow Arjun Anil. We'll tag both of them on our Instagram post. You guys know the drill. Follow us on Instagram. That is just.palte. Follow us on Twitter. J B W A T E I and J Bhatte. Follow our Follow us on all podcast platform. We are also there on Amazon Music for those of you who are asking for that. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much. See ya.